0: It's time to laugh and learn.
1: Hey guys, it's Cassie and Jenny. And quick before the show, we just want to remind you, or if you haven't heard yet, tell you all about the Manifest It Now VIP messages. Tell us your story, Jenny, about when the, when you got one of our own messages and it was awesome. You guys, it's the best, most
2: funnest thing. And they always come at the perfect timing. Like, so you can get text sent right to your phone. And it was last week or something and I was dreaming about something I had never thought about before and like literally two seconds later I get the text, remember today you can really have it all. And I was like, I made this text and it was still perfect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we keep hearing that from everybody that they show up at the right time.
2: So so you guys can access that. It's a monthly subscription of $7 and you can go to ManifestItNowShow.com to enroll. And now for this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks, your lifestyle design coach. And I'm here with Jenny Gain,
1: your LOA coach. Welcome,
2: Cass.
1: Welcome, Jenny. (laughs) So uh,
2: what's going on with you recently?
1: Oh, what is going on that is so awesome? You know what's really awesome is um, I'm hearing from so many of our listeners how much they love our show. Oh, that feels so good. I love that. Yeah, I just, I love it because... Um, yeah. And I'm just hearing like changes that they're making in their life and how this, like they're able to put stuff into practice and how, you know, it's a positive thing they listen to on the way to work and sets them up for, you know, being in a good vibe when they go to work. So I'm just, I'm really excited about that.
2: Oh, that's wonderful. And thank you everyone out there for for those of you who are sending in your comments. It really, Cassie and I love to Love to see you guys being affected and making these positive changes in your life and just, you know, getting it. And so we love to hear from you at any time. Yes, definitely.
1: So what is new and exciting and awesome in your world?
2: Uh, let's see. Well, I am uh, actually I have a funny story to share. I'm mm-hmm. recording these videos for uh, Law of Attraction, Deliberate Creation courses that are going to be presented online from a third-party company. And so I, I do the filming and then I send them to them. and. Uh-huh. I've had some challenges getting the right background, the right lighting, the right camera angles, blah, blah, blah. But I think I've got it figured out. And I had um, this professional videographer come in uh, the other day and, you know, we're setting things up and he's setting everything up and he made me stop speaking and, and... he kept making me stop because my hair was off and <laughs> yeah. I I usually will go and get my hair done for one of these sets, but I just decided to do it myself. I'm like, I'll be fine. And anyways, it was a disaster and he had to <laughs> this is sticking out and the lights and this is he stopped me and he said I can't, you have to stop you. Your hair is so distracting. (laughs) I said, Oh my God, can you just fix it? And he just took the scissors right to my head. (laughs) And he just started snipping these pieces off that were sticking out. And I'm like, okay, yep, that works. Just whatever you need to do.
1: (laughs) Wow. I I am so impressed. You are laughing about that. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm really,
2: I'm really trusting with that kind of thing. Well, it's just hair. (laughs) (laughs) Cassie and I also wanted to mention, um, as our listeners, if you guys have any topics that you would love to hear us talk about, uh, just, you know, send us an email. We would love to get on and be able to give you what you
1: want to hear about. Yes. Yeah. Because we're here, like, for you. And so we want to be talking about what you want to listen to. Totally. And learn, and learn about. So mm-hmm. if there's a topic that we've like covered, but you have had a question or there's a topic we haven't covered, just email one of us and uh, we'll get it in the schedule. Mm-hmm. We'll get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. So today we're going to talk about some, uh, we're going to talk about the holidays because they're coming up or they're here, you know? Right. And so <laughs> um, a lot of times people will get, you know, super stressed out and, you know, holidays seems like a big deal and there's lots of stuff happening. People are very usually are usually very busy. And you might be wondering, okay, how can I, you know, use the law of attraction, but leverage the law of attraction to make my holiday time more enjoyable, more easy, more in the flow. And so Cassie and I are going to talk a bit about that today.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about this topic, because I feel like it's a universal experience. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be, but so many people can relate to just, you know, getting a little more stressed at the holidays, like not being sure about what's going to come up when you've, you know, interacting with family and all of that. Mm
2: -hmm. I think family, I think family and dynamics is one of the biggest things and biggest stressors that comes up for a lot of people. (laughs) Yes,
1: I would agree. Mm -hmm.
2: So why don't we start talking about that first? So Let's use like um, a specific example of, you know, your in-laws are coming for dinner or you're going there and you are, you know, it might not be the, you haven't experienced in the past the most joyful interactions together. So
1: I I, I love the way that Jenny put that in very like nice terms. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Um, So Cass, like, So tell me like your reflection or like kind of what comes to mind for you about how you'd leverage law of attraction to deal with this.
1: Um, So I think that this is law of attraction, like at its most basic. And, and it's one of the hardest things I think when it comes to family and comes to these things where we have multiple experiences. So like if, you know, if it's often maybe not a joyful experience to go to your in-laws house, like I can totally understand that. And the more often that that happens, like, The more of a habit it becomes, the more like, you know, you're like, I don't know if that's going to change. And so, but I, we want to go back to our law of attraction basics, which is focus on what we want. So a lot of times what will come up now is that we'll start talking to our friends about how much we're dreading going to our Mm in-laws if we're using this specific example. And not that we're saying in-laws are always bad or anything. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We just picked that one example to talk to because it's easier than talking in generalities. So, um, You know, if that's not always been a joyful experience, like often we'll start talking about that to our friends and say, oh, like this, oh, I can't, I don't want to go over there. I can't, you know, I don't want to go there, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not going to be fun. It's always like this, this happens, all of this laundry list of things that may have happened in the past. And so just, I'm going to jump in here, Cass, just to emphasize that
2: like, that is you or your friend who's talking to you setting vibrationally up what is
1: going to happen. Yes. Mm Yes. Thank you for stopping me there. So that is, that is what, and so if you don't want it to keep happening, like the one, and I get it, like this can be, it can take a little bit of energy and focus to shift this, but you are setting up what's going to happen, um, by, by talking about it, by saying it, by giving it energy. And so if that's not what you want to have happen, the first thing really to do is just to stop creating what you don't want and focusing on what you don't want
2: hmm. And I like to term that as like, stop telling that story. Yes. You know, like you've created this story that your in-laws are, is going to be a negative experience. And, you know, it's funny how sometimes we just want to talk about that because it's like, it's, there's some sort of element of like drama around it, but if you really don't want it and you're choosing to be a deliberate creator, tell a new story about how, um, how good it's going to be or how it's been like this in the past. And maybe you can't access feelings of like, you can't possibly imagine how it could be good. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes you're so, you know, emotionally charged in that, but you can always say I'm open to feeling different about this. And so that is just taking away the, um, like, such the negative charge on it and be, like, and, and opening up for the universe to surprise and delight you with something different, with a new experience.
1: hmm Exactly, which I love. Like, I love saying that I'm open because sometimes it can be hard to say, like, I don't know how to, like, focus on anything else because this is all I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like one tool you can use is to notice if you're talking about it before it happens and then stop that. So or talk about it in the way that you want it to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. Another way you could or another tool you can use to get through something like this is um, what I like to call segment intending. And which is where you're going into the situation and you kind of like prepave the road ahead. And so you maybe do a little visualization of how you want it to be. So you see yourself walking in and, and the energy in the room being positive and people having supportive conversation and, you know, hugging and everyone getting caught up in the um, the merry of the moment in the holidays. And you just, you kind of, it's like you're setting the stage for the way you want it to happen in your head. And you practice that feeling. And it is extremely, extremely powerful to creating that uh, experience that you want to have.
1: Hmm. I love that. Yeah. Cause you can, pre-paving it is such a good thing. Um, and setting an intention is another really good way. We often like discount, like just setting the intention. Um, but I remember I did this once at a family function and, um, like somebody was going to be there. I just really did not, It's not going to be super for me. And I was like, you need to do some work. Like, you need to prepave it. You know, like... I I can't imagine
2: that with you, Cassie.
1: (laughs) I know, right? Um, And uh, this was a couple years ago. And, like, I just... I was like, you know, you need to prepave it. You need to do all these things. And I, like, just... I couldn't make myself, but it was like, finally, like I was five minutes. I think the function was at my parents' house and I was five minutes away, which Jenny knows like it's a long drive to my parents. It's not across (laughs) town. It's not just right there. So I'd had a long time to like put off setting the intention, but you know, right, like five minutes before I got there, I just said, you know what, I'm like going to set the intention. Like this is going to be all I have to do. And I walked in and it was a great experience.
2: Awesome. <laughs> you could just manifest that quickly. I love it. <laughs> all right, well, let's take a quick break uh, right now and we'll come back and talk about some more ways that you can um, use the law of attraction to get through the holidays.
0: What is your manifesting superpower? Knowing your manifesting superpower will help you manifest quicker and easier. Go to manifestingsuperpower.com and take the quiz to learn all about your manifesting superpower. That's manifestingsuperpower.com. And we are back talking about
2: holidays and relationships and everything to do with getting through the holidays, um, using the law of attraction
1: and like creating joyful holidays.
2: Yes. That's, that's what holidays, right? That just right. Is joy. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. So we talked a little bit about, um, you know, specifically maybe like an in-law example. So I think that this is one that comes up a lot. I want to talk a little bit specifics about, um, you know, parent child relationships, Like it can be hard for kids to go home, um, and see their parents for whatever reason. Like some people have really awesome relationships with their parents. Some people don't. Sometimes it triggers your stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. and so like when you're, you know, don't have, like, if you don't consider your relationship the best with your, you know, your parents or your family, uh, but parents specifically, let's talk about some things, um, that you can do in that situation.
2: Okay. So um, I'll just add, say, let's just use a specific example. Say we're, you know, you and your partner, you're going to, for your, to your parents for Christmas dinner. And you kind of feel this like, oh my God, mom and dad are going to ask me what's going on. And I don't have anything good to report. And um, they're going to, you know, I feel this big pressure coming on. So like we talked about same kind of thing if you're going to your in-laws you can prepave it like we talked about or you can um you know prepave it and what was the other one uh
1: like T- tell, a yeah, yeah, tell, a tell a different story yeah tell a different story
2: but yeah. um you brought a good one up Cass about uh, planning what you're going to say so talk a little bit about that
1: yeah so um and i think i want to Before we talk about that, I want to Mm -hmm. say one thing so we don't forget. So we're talking about like it's so important to really tap into what you want. Like with everything that we're saying, like the first step is really to tap that place that you want, which in situations like this can be maybe a little harder than tapping in when you want more money or when you want a new car or something like that uh, because there's a history. But I think it's important to say like the first thing, if, you know, it normally doesn't feel good, like the first thing to tap into is like set that intention like, I want to have a really fun holiday or joyful holiday or peaceful holiday. Yes. And that feeling. Yes. Tap into that feeling. Um, And our whole last show is on feelings. So if you haven't caught that yet, listen to that. But really tap into that feeling so that you know – Um, everything then that we're telling you, like the pre paving is built around a feeling, right? It's built around like, and visualizing and telling a different story. Like you can tell the story that supports joy, if that's what you want, or you can tell the story that supports peace, if that's what you want. Yeah, Um, because I feel like, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, I feel like those are different stories a lot of the time. And if we don't get clear on what we're like pre-paving and what story we're creating and all of that, you know, then it gets a little mushy. And this is somewhere where you want to be really deliberate, um, especially if you're changing a story. If there's been a pattern and you're you're stepping into something new, the as deliberate as possible is all the better.
2: Yeah, exactly like we talked about last week, having that clarity on where you're going, it makes Mm -hmm. it easier for you to um, actually, you know, do that and and practice your deliberate creation.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So starting with that feeling in mind, um, so uh, we were talking about, you know, like parent child, or if you feel like you're going to ask a question by anyone, you know, often at family functions, you might see people that you haven't seen in a while. So it's kind of typical to like catch up and ask questions about what's going on in your life. And so one way after you've tapped into your feeling to handle sort of those questions, if you're feeling like, ah, my answers aren't good enough or I'm going to be judged or however you're feeling that you don't want to be feeling, tap into that feeling that you want and then pre-plan that out. Mm -hmm. So if Uncle Jack always asks you, you know, whatever, what's new, you know, in your business, like plan your answer out, plan the answer that feels joyful and good. Mm-hmm. Plan um, to be able to like have things to say that you want to talk about that feel really good to you that you're proud of and that are exciting.
2: Mm-hmm. I love this idea, Cass. And it was, um, I was just remembering like an Abraham clip that I recently listened to. And they were saying, Well, you know, because the idea is that you don't talk about what you don't want. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, Ask the question, Well, What if someone asks me about it? You know, it says, oh, well, what went wrong with this? You know, what went wrong in your business? Why didn't this go well? And you as a deliberate creator are knowing, you know, or it could be in relationship, you know, well, why did you guys break up? What happened? And you don't want to be activating that feeling of what you don't want. So this idea of, well, and (laughs) Abraham's answer was like, no, stop talking about it. (laughs) But I like Cassie's answer of you plan the you plan what is good and what you can say to those kind of things, um, to those kind of questions that are going to come at you, right?
1: Right, yeah, and especially if you know them and practice them, like practice telling them with, you know, all the joy that that they are and that you know they, you experience from them. Because if you look, like we can always find something to be joyful and excited about or gra- um, grateful for. And if you just put those at the forefront of your mind when going into these situations, it'll be a lot easier to talk about those things.
2: I just love this. I'm already excited to go have more Christmas experiences now. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine where if you went and you only talked about positive things. Like how good would that feel?
1: Oh, my gosh. I know, right? Yes. And if you had like the answer, you know, like everyone, you know, you know, someone was going to ask you about something and you had the answer already, like excited to tell. You're like, oh, like work is good, but I'm so excited about this new thing that I'm doing. or what yeah. 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 I love it. And people respond to that. Like they will, you know, there's going to be a dominant vibration. And I think it's Oprah that says like the the higher vibration always wins the... <laughs> you men. And so not that you're like inviting an argument, but in a conversation, the highest vibration is always going to win. Mm-hmm. So if you go in there, um talking about joyful, excited things, those are high vibing things and they're going to um, dominate the conversation just energetically. Totally. Mm-hmm. Cool.
2: Um, is, did you want to talk about, um, sometimes I feel like at, at uh, holiday time, it, we feel a lot of pressure to do things either to like, Oh, I have to go to this event and I have to show my face here. And I should, you know, I should give this person this, like just stuff that we feel like we have to do. And Mm -hmm. anytime that kind of thought or that idea comes up in my head of having to do something, I kind of have to stop myself and examine, okay, whoa, Mm -hmm. you don't, you don't have to do anything. (laughs) Right. So like you do have a choice in every single thing. Um, Do you want to talk about that a little bit?
1: Yeah. Good for you for like stopping. I think that's the first um, really way to handle this sort of like overwhelm or feeling like you have to do all these things in the holidays is really recognizing when you're feeling like, oh, I have to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be for like a couple different reasons. Sometimes you get that feeling like not even because you don't want to. Sometimes it comes from being like so overwhelmed with everything that by the time you get to the thing that you did want to do, it's become like, oh, I have to go to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lot of, um, a lot to say about this. And the first thing is I like to go into the holidays and sort of look at my calendar and say, how many things am I willing to do? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Like, How can I still feel free and do all of these
1: things? Right, right. <laughs> and so, like, if I only, you know, you only have so many days in December. I know a lot of people, every single, like, weekend day it's taken up. But maybe that's too much. Maybe, like, instead of allowing yourself to do eight things, you only allow yourself to do six. Mm-hmm. And going in with that up front makes it easier for a lot of reasons. So if we set that... um set ourselves up for that in the beginning. Like, okay, I'm only doing six functions, no matter what. -hmm. Um, you can put on your list. Um, it's funny. We were talking about this. I was at a wedding last weekend and, um, there's a family that does all this amazing. I mean, they do so much. They do like probably eight family things alone, but there's a lot of things that, um, like friends are invited to really close friends. and so we're all like, those things go on our calendar first. <laughs> like <laughs> what else We know we're going to Bunko. We know that we're going to the holiday party like with this family. like whatever else we get invited to awesome, but those two things like take precedent on the calendar. Yeah. Priorities. Priorities. Yeah. (laughs) They go first. And so when you said that the, um, you know, you say, okay, I'm good with like six, six things, you know, and that's, especially if you have like a full-time job or you're working Monday through Friday, you know, that's six out of your eight weekend days for holiday things. And so maybe what really feels good is four. And then you can prioritize them and you can say like, these three are important. What's the fourth one that I want to add in? Um, and when you do that, a couple of things happen, like, yep, somebody might, somebody might get mad or upset. Um, but the truth is like, there's a lot of people that go to holiday functions. So you're, you're probably not going to be like, you're probably going to be missed, but it's not going to be as drastic as you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- go ahead. Oh, Oh, I was just going to say, I think you're getting into
2: a really good point uh, about taking care of yourself during the holidays. Let's just take a quick break here and then we'll come back and talk more about that.
1: Perfect. Attention, future Magnificent Manifestors. Are you ready to take your LOA skills to a new level? I'm a former softball player. And what I know is that I got maybe three to five at bats in a game. But in practice, I took about a thousand reps before each game. Your LOA skills are the same way. You want to practice them so that you can make them so effective and so efficient and hit manifesting home runs. If you're ready to practice your LOA skills and you want to learn the tools of LOA in a way that's fun and that you can practice easily, get LOA Skills Camp from my co-host Jenny Gain. You'll get all the reps you need to hit the manifesting home run you desire go to LOASkillscamp.com. That's LOASkillscamp.com.
2: And Cassie and I are back talking about how to get through the holidays with the law of attraction. So we uh, left off on um, talking about maybe you're feeling overwhelmed uh, during the holidays with all these things you feel like you have to do, you know, getting to events and um, doing all these things and Maybe, you know, I can imagine having kids would be extremely hectic with (laughs) all the school things. (laughs) Um, But so what are some things you can do to help take care of yourself so that you are able to um, peacefully and enjoyably handle the holidays?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I want to just go back to what we've started with at everything is how do you want to feel about the holidays when it comes January 2nd, 3rd, whatever it is, how do you want to feel about your holiday experience and pick one feeling and continue to stay tapped into that. So we um, just want to finish up talking about, you know, if you feel overwhelmed with like all the things that you have to do, um, Pick that feeling and then, you know, like my suggestion was pick how many things you're gonna do. How many things would feel if your if your feeling is joyful, how many things would feel joyful? And if that number is four or six, stick to it and prioritize what are what makes you feel the most joyful by doing it. Um and do those things and give yourself permission to not do the things that A aren't joyful or um B are just like too much. They're too many mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a
2: huge part—that's like a huge part of that self-care—is uh, you know honor knowing first what you need to stay in that feel-good place, mm-hmm. and then honoring that. So, t- taking a little bit of time, just like Cassie had said, taking a little bit of time ahead of all this craziness that's coming, and and so I don't even mean to put that story out there because like look at there's me saying it's going to be crazy right. when. I want, I don't want it to be crazy. I mean, my, my holidays isn't, but, um, so take some time now and decide how you want to feel. And then what do you need to keep yourself centered during the holidays? And if you decide that now you can, maybe it's, I'm going to take a bath once a week, or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's, I'm going to go for a run. I make, I'm going to make sure I get half an hour of exercise in every other day or, or whatever it is. Um, So you're setting yourself up for success in this.
1: Yeah. And that's the key is setting yourself up for success. So I think often we just go into them and we just sort of like bear down, um, You know, because maybe there's a story that they're, you know, crazy. So you just bear down and you just go through it. What if we just stop right now and um, do exactly what you said, set ourselves up for success by choosing how we want to feel. And then how are we going to act, make sure that that feeling stays activated separate from all the holiday events. Like I love the, what you gave, like taking a bath, going for a run, whatever it is, maybe it's just taking a half hour out to just like dance around your house, um, Figure out how you're going to keep activating how you want to feel, because it's going to be a lot easier when you go into all these events to keep that feeling, keep activating that feeling, if you've if you're already doing it. Exactly. So what if
2: some what if cast people are, um, say they're right in the middle of something like, and they catch themselves in you know, the middle of holiday shopping or the middle of a party or the middle of baking or whatever they're going to be doing. And they're like, "I just feel so bad, you know, like what is mm. something they can do right in that moment, and what from a law of- tra- a law of attraction um perspective would you suggest
1: um this might not be from a law of attraction perspective, but um take a deep breath well, it is that <laughs> is,
2: and let and let me say it's because all of our uh, action is towards finding something of relief and taking a deep breath is also my first suggestion <laughs>
1: <laughs> because how like it's just like, oh, OK, let it go. Let it be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would say like just take a two minute or five minute time out, whether that's walking outside, just closing your eyes and just breathing for a few minutes, um, you know, putting on your favorite song. Like give yourself permission to take a little break. Mm hmm.
2: Awesome! I love that. Something else that um, I like to use in the moment, if I'm in a good space, if I can reach, if I'm you know in um, in a place where I can reach this enough, is there's always something to be appreciative of, Mm. and no matter where you are, how busy you are, if you do take that breath and then you just stop for a second and you come into the moment and you realize, okay, look, it, I'm breathing here, I'm in this world, like look at this abundance of everything around me. There is. I have to say always, I don't like to use absolute absolutes, but there's always something to be appreciative of. Um, and so put some attention and some focus on finding that. And that's going to open up new space for you wherever you are.
1: Um, I'm so glad you brought that up. That's such an important one. You can I truly I don't use always the lot either, but you can always find something to be appreciative of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so true. Um, what did we want to finish off here with Cass? Uh do we want to give um tips right now? Yes. So
2: practical examples that you can do today. Um I would suggest choosing a feeling right now and decide how you want your holidays to feel. And then that's your focus. And then you can you continue that's your intention, that's your focus and you keep coming back to that.
1: Yes. Perfect. And so my tip would be as soon as you have that feeling and that focus, just take five minutes and go script out as if it's January 5th and write about how amazing your holidays were and how they felt, however, whatever feeling you choose. Um, Just five minutes on writing that will really set that compass point for where you're headed.
2: Totally. And both Cassie and I love scripting. And if you um, are unfamiliar with the term, we actually
1: did a whole show on it. So you can go back
2: and hear all about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, and it's, it's a great place to just, like, start pulling that energy and start telling that new story and activating that feeling. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have a money mantra for us to finish off here? I do. It might not sound like a money mantra, but it definitely is. And it is, I honor my feelings. Mm, perfect for this show. Yes.
2: All right. One last uh, little comment to leave you everybody with.